All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day, another real-life podcast coming to you from Little Brick in the heart of Edmonton, brought to you by Rigahan Distilleries, makers of all sorts of fine alcohol, including the Double Double, which is for sale here at Little Brick. You go in there, you give a wink to one of the folks working at the till, you say, hey, hit me with a Double Double. They know what they're talking about. It's chilly in here, too. Perfect Double Double day. It is chilly. We were storing corpses in our office over the weekend, and the (laughs) room takes a while to return back to ambient temperature. We also brought a heater in here earlier and set it to air conditioning, well, which took the temperature from 50 degrees Fahrenheit to 30 degrees Fahrenheit. And yesterday when we were working in here, Jay and I could see our own breath. Yeah. yeah. That's a Canadian prairie entrepreneur moment. Yeah. Yeah. For the record, for people knowing, Little Brick, the cafe itself is toasty warm because yeah. they have beautiful fireplaces. We're having furnace issues at the moment because the furnace is 140 years old. And uh, soon to be replaced, but right now we uh, have turned our office into a meat locker. When we'll be close to 10 degrees by the weekend, though. So you guys are above all, the right? outside temperature. Oh, yeah. It was actually. So that means it'll be nine in here. It was warmer <laughs> outside yesterday than it was in here. Was it? Yeah. When Little Brick opened, the furnace was just a place to throw like dead animals in to burn slowly and release toxic fumes. Central, yeah. air, central forced air wasn't a thing when this thing was built. No, it wasn't even a concept. If you took somebody from 1903 and brought them to Little Brick in 2018 and you sat them down, I bet you they would just be like shocked at our unimaginable levels of luxury. Oh, yeah. Well, like if JB Little came back to his house. Yeah. yeah. If you're like, hey, you want a cappuccino? He'd be like, a what? He's like, where's my giant tub? What about a scone? Did you go to the river with a bucket and fetch the water and draw it and come back in your morning chore? No, bro. We got taps. And we got Wi-Fi, and we're actually kind of pissed at how thick the brick walls here, and we can't have Wi-Fi signal throughout your house in 2018. Mm-hmm. What is this Wi-Fi? He would say because it's the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Be 
unbelievable. I bet you the normal person in Edmonton lives better than the richest person in Edmonton now than in 1910. For sure. sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Televisions. They didn't have Netflix. No. If you got Netflix, you're doing better. If you could get Netflix in 1910, I don't know who your cable provider was, but good job. And you're not doing nothing either. Everybody's coming over to watch Netflix. Yeah. Witchcraft. The whole city's on your account. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's sharing. But no content is out. All you can see is the screen. (laughs) I remember my grandpa telling me when they first got a TV, I can't remember how old he was. He was an adult. All they saw was the test pattern because like shows would come on and the show TV channel go off the air and they watched the test pattern. We're like, holy shit. TV's amazing. And then they went to school and told their buddies and they're like, no, no, no. Shows come on. My uncle was like, what shows and went back the next night and actually watched it do something. I'd be like living in a magic era. I remember when you went to a channel early, early in the morning and they played the national anthem before the day started. Oh, here you go. Oh, yeah. Stand up, rise, cross your heart. I just remember Polka Dot Door. Well, of course. Pokeroo is a legend. Yeah, yeah. Always up to adventures, that guy. <laughs> today's special. Today's special. Love yeah. today's special. Is that a morning show, though? No. No, I don't I think, think so. It was a morning, morning like around Sesame Street time. Or afternoon, I remember. I feel like I remember watching it when I got back from school. Yeah, yeah. I remember I used to watch Tom and Jerry waiting for the bus, but the way that the bus schedule worked, because those things arrived like trains. Thank you. Uh, there was like 10 minutes of religious programming. Well, yeah. Before Tom and Jerry came on. And I remember like the rousing religious song and stuff. And I'm like eight. Just want to watch. But every day I got my 10 minutes of religion. 100 100 Huntley Street. Yeah. Oh, wow. I haven't heard that in a while. I was a Tintin man myself. Oh, I love Tintin. In the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Watching Tintin, English and French. You throw it on in French. I'm just guessing what they're saying. I love Tintin so much. I've got a wood statue of Tintin. Do you? Yeah. Where is it? Uh, it's displayed uh, prominently. No doubt. It, it is. It is very visible. Uh, I bought it in Dubai. Everyone thought I was crazy. <laughs> Whoa, they know about Tintin in Dubai. Well, they bought Dubai Tintin is global. Wow. In Dubai. He lives there now. Amazing. Yeah. Shout out residency to at a club. Yeah, love Shit. snowy. Snowy six by now. I assume. <laughs> snowy saved the day. Yeah. Isn't he like a traveler's thing or something? Tintin. Yeah. He, he, well, he was always traveling around, yeah. but he was kicking ass and solving mysteries yeah, with that old guy the the sailor guy captain haddock captain, captain, captain haddock yeah that guy when he blistering when he bring, barnacles <laughs> when he showed up you know shit was gonna get solved and there was thompson and thompson yeah yep. thompson with a p and thompson without a p bumbling fools remember when the cartoon happened and they all could talk none of the voices were like how i imagined them reading the book i, I expect them to be french yeah i miss 2d t- cartoons like movies everything's pixar now Oh, yes. I miss like a 2D Aladdin style card. 2018 problems. Yeah, I agree. Going back to the original conversation, they couldn't imagine either of these things, I assume. Do you remember how crazy it was when the Simpsons movie came out and all of a sudden it was like, I suppose it was 3D. Is that what it was? I don't remember. Oh, it was just like high definition. The graphics were so much And all of a sudden the show matched the movie. Yeah. To that quality. It's weird to think of how long that show has been on. Same with South Park. I was watching the new South Park from Wednesday. I watched it last night. I've been watching that show for two decades. It's weird. They do a good job, though. Great job. They've got staying power. They're so topical. And now they've gotten to a point where they can say whatever the fuck they want. And it's just like, oh, that's just South Park. They'll do their thing. Are they still crushing for ratings? Oh, man. Like, I don't know how they're doing for ratings, but like this new season so far has been ridiculously good. And it's not like, and I thought maybe it's just me because it's always got a place in my heart watching South Park. I agree. Other people like it. 
Yeah, no, it's I I don't watch it religiously, but every time I do, I'm like, why don't I watch this religiously? Because it's always so hilarious. Do you guys see Book of Mormon when it was here? I've I, I didn't see it when it was here this time, but I saw it last time. Fantastic. Yeah, unreal. You see it, Wanya? No. Yeah, I'm not that should. cultural. You should. It's great. Mm. Two hours of hilarity. Yeah, it's a hoot. I was downtown watching two uh, guys knife fight on Saturday night. Hell yeah. yeah! I won't tell you how it ended up. Mm. I actually, what I fell down this weekend was watching Instagrams of people in jail. There <laughs> like, is an okay. alarming number of people in prison in the States that are broadcasting from prison. How did you find them? That's what I wanted to know. Well, I unfollowed a bunch of Russian fighting accounts because I'm trying to, you know, like get better with my life. But then I realized that's what I really liked. So I thought, well, what can I find that's got fighting and other crazy shit? And so it was prison life. I fell down. And there's like people filming from inside their cells. There's riots going on. They're just "Hmm, hmm, hmm." guys got this prison cot full of cell phones. Like he must have had 100 cell phones in his room and a giant bag of weed. I was like, well, that doesn't seem right. (laughs) You're in jail, ain't you? It seems a little heat score, too. Well, you must have some sort of trick. Mm. If, I, if, if watching prison documentaries has taught me anything, they toss your cell in the reg. Yeah. I got to bring in my prison cookbook. What? Yeah. I, brought, I bought a prison cookbook. Were you planning for the future, like in the movie Get Hard? Yes. <laughs> no, I just thought it was interesting that you can make like wine in the toilet and stuff. I'm super oh, yeah. into it. <laughs> so like there was a guy who went to prison. I wish I could remember his name. And he wrote a book about how to make a bunch of stuff. Fuck. Wow. Like. Yeah, one that's real survivor man. Oh yeah, there were some guys on Instagram that were showing their cell, and they had like two cases of Tang and like fifty toilet paper rolls, like to show that they were just flossing in prison. That's, that's the DJ Khaled of prison, and they have a little TV, and they had a they had speakers, and they were bumping jams. <laughs> I think it depends what jail you go to. I think some jails you can't do anything, and then prison some sounds jails, fun. Yeah, sounds great. You get TV and like phones and stuff. Cool. Doesn't sound Wi-Fi fun. apparently. Toilet, so, toilet wine. Mm. One cell I saw was like five guys in one room and there wasn't a lot of space and they yeah. had bunk beds stacked. Yeah. Like, do you watch that one on Netflix? The world's craziest prisons. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Were there just a big wide open room with like one mattress? Have you seen the Black Swan prison in Russia? No. Pink Swan? Black Swan? Pink Swan? There's this prison in Russia that's like from the Stalin era and there's only like I don't know two people there they're both Russian Hannibal Lecter but they're like in a cell inside a cell so there's like a whole cell with bars like in Suicide Squad remember how that person Mm -hmm. had a cell in the middle of the room then there's another cell built around the first cell and then there's people just staring at them all day long while they're in their cell within a cell that's like Magneto from X-Men what the hell? How do you not oh, go insane? It's going to be so boring. It's like the two uh, North Korean guards that stare at each other at the DMZ. Well, at least they can go home to their wives. Yeah, that's true. Like, if you're in that cell. But even the guy working, having to stare through and look at the guy. Yeah, it's boring. Well, Ugh, he can go home. You know that guy's crushed some Clash Clans. If but how's he doing it? That's what people escape. You get addicted to Clash of Clans. People know that. Meanwhile, Magneto bit bounced. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Gone. Have, have you seen the El Chapo series? No. On Netflix? No. It's been in my quee for 100 years. In your which? My quee. Ah. Yes. Jay, you want to talk about something different? That's not a thing. No, it's a nationism for sure. Oh, oh yeah. is it? That was how Chris the intern thought that the word Q was pronounced. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Bless his heart. So I've, the, j- I've just kind of taken it. I'm taking it forward. Yeah, it's the Two Hills twang. You watch a El Chapo story and it's real. Like it's entirely based on the truth. And like this guy went from being in solitary confinement to busting out of jail, to awesome. back on the streets, to being back in jail, back in solitary confinement, busted out again Hell yeah. solitary confinement. He's slippery. I'd like to dig one tunnel. From where to where? I don't know. Just anywhere. I've never dug a tunnel. 
or gone through. Like I want to set up buttresses, the yeah. whole thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Air, so air shafts to oh, get yeah. proper ventilation. You right. never try to dig a big hole in a sandbox saying you're digging your way to China? Well, yeah, but I mean, I want a legit tunnel. Like I've done them in snow. We yeah. built an igloo once. That was cool. That yeah. is fun. Did you have like a shaft that went, you could climb? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah. did a fire in it and everything. It was For awesome. real? Absolutely. But I want to do a legit tunnel, say like from where we're at right now, a little brick, you know, out to the street, out to where my car's at. Uh-huh. I just jump down. There I'm at. Where I go. When we were doing the Basque and the Sask thing with the river and you went out to the park and then we floated down, remember? Mm-hmm. Do you remember how they were saying when we went past the one neighborhood near where the houses fell in the river that there was sewage coming out of the <laughs> valve of the pipe because somebody built bootleg sewage access? Oh man, that's gangster. So they're like, they keep doing tests on Tapping this outflow, in. which is supposed to be just like drains in the street, but there's still human waste in there oh, because no. somebody has made a bootleg sewer. You could be that guy. Different times. I could be that guy. You could be that guy. There's no reason why I couldn't. I'm going to tap into my neighbor's sewage when I get home today. Bag milk. What are your water bills? Zero. Yeah. How? Because mm-hmm. I made a tunnel. Because you know what? It's a disposable fee on that bill. That's the that's the big ticket. Disgusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like this. All right. How, how are we doing for time, Jared? We're doing all right? What are we? Four minutes left? Four minutes left. Shit. The first segment was supposed to be, be about, about Dan. About Dan. Yeah. And it wasn't. Sitting there, listening to us talk about shit. Hey. Talk about Jail. We're riffing, bro. We're riffing. It's all good, boys. I was enjoying it. We'll come back after the break and talk about you, but we got four more minutes to plug up with content. Yeah. Feed the goat. Mm-hmm. We could be silent for three minutes and let people think about what they want to think about. Like a podcast meditation. Yeah. A moment of zen. It'd be so easy to make meditations on podcasts. You just are like, hey, just chill. Yeah. I'm thinking about making ASMR videos. ASMR. I don't know oh. what any of those letters stand for. <laughs> right? Yeah. What is it? Where? Oh, I don't know what it stands it's like, for. Well, it's on. Oh, yeah. It's it's when people like explain that they're doing things like this. And they're talking very slow. They're talking very slow. And they're doing stuff? Like when they bite into like a pickle? Or anything. Anything, anything. Like, this is me eating a bag of chips. Come on. And like, it's a crazy huge thing on the internet right now. This what? is me yeah, taking yeah. a sip of hot water. How do you know about this, Jay? So Who's taking a sip of hot water? I listen to Howard Stern. <laughs> ASMR. Okay, all right. Now I know why everybody knows about <laughs> But it's, it's mainstream because like Gal Gadot has filmed some ASMR uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. What is a Gal Gadot? Wonder Woman. Oh. Yeah, she was like opening bags or something. Watch me comb my hair. We did an unboxing upstairs earlier, yeah, which we can talk about. right, we did. So ASMR is Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. That's right. So those meridians they chase. Mm-hmm. Officially. Like the, the center the part of a road that has a concrete... I that meridian? So. Something like that. Autonomous sensory meridian response is an experience characterized by static-like or tingling sensation on the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. That's not what we're talking about. I thought we were talking about the lady from Wonder Woman talking slow. That's what it like triggers like the 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 the, the feel yeah. goods. And it's even better when it's Gal Gadot. Is it Godot or Godot? I say Godot. I couldn't tell you. Gal. Not sure. Yeah. Gee he bear. Gee he bear. Guy Herbert. We got to be at four minutes. No. Surely. Surely. You have any other acronyms you like? MVP. You ever know that one? Most valuable primate. Primate. Exactly. You taught Cam upstairs about kid and play just today. I love talking to Coom because it's like talking to, well, either I'm the alien or he's an alien. You know what? Both of us are aliens from different planets and we're both visiting Earth. And so it's nice to get a briefing from Cam about things I don't know about and in exchange teach him about 90s line dance rap. And you made him listen to uh, Summertime by Will Smith. Great track. Great track. Great track. Yeah. All he knows about DJ Jazzy Jeffs, he got tossed out of the house, I bet. Oh, 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fun with Coom because if you ask him any follow-up questions about stuff he doesn't want to know about, he doesn't know anything. No, he doesn't listen. You no. just turn around and walk away. Exactly. That guy tunes you out immediately. The best. The best. <laughs> Let's take a break. Four minutes became two minutes. Two minutes became one minute. Back after this Real Life Podcast. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jabba Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jabbamachinery.com. Japa Machinery Group. Join the family. We're back. Real Life Podcast brought to you by our friends at Japa. Just heard a pre-produced ad, even though I was told earlier, no pre-produced ads today, Juan. Yeah? We had to take a break. We had to draw a line in the sand. Mm-hmm. So I thought we were going to talk about the old 650. Huh. Well, there was a good Twitter debate about uh, all the machinery and their weights and what they can do. Japa got in. It was, an, it, was a, it was a Twitter feud. They showed this megalodon of uh, equipment. Did you see it, Wanya? It was oh, like yeah. the 990 yeah. or something. I didn't even know they went that high for numbers. Oh, no. no. But it was massive. It can lift a skyscraper. Couldn't tell you what it does. Lift skyscrapers. It had like a fence around it. How would you move a skyscraper? The 990 from it's the Java. It's the only thing you could do. Hey, it's me. I'm at the ice district. I've changed my mind. I want that building across the street. Someone go get a 990. Bring it over here. Yeah, Stantec wants to put their building by the old arena. Yeah, 20 minutes later, you got a new mm-hmm. arena district out in the middle of Sherwood Park. The 990 <laughs> from Jappa. That's right. The shit. <laughs> Now we're going to talk. Rig. Oh, yeah. move worlds. Huge. Big rig. Bigger, bigger rig than Pat Maroon. That was a good tie-in. Yeah. Miss Little Rig. Uh, you know what? I'm uh, I'm over the big rig saga. Not the saga, the, the Well, we the have tenure. to move forward. I've moved on with Ty Ratty. I've passed. No. Whoa. What? You've moved on from Ty Ratty? No, no. To Ty Ratty. Oh, to Ty I saw your Instagram yes. post. He is the answer. He is the answer. I'm off. <laughs> I'm off uh, Maroon. I'm on to ratty you now, quickly move on from old weathers though you I, got I him man you got to either you're here or you're not you're either i'll quote Birdman. you're either in the huddle or you're out of the huddle mm, once well. you're out of the huddle you're out of the huddle nothing i can do new guy in the huddle how you doing ty ratty all right let's whatever it is that's the new thing yeah, he's the guy mm-hmm. the answer he's well, the answer we've got dan here again to chime in uh dan was just on a scandinavian and european adventure it was uh that involved some October festing. Yes. Yeah. How awesome. big? Like I've always imagined, and I don't obviously save all the good stuff for the other podcast that you're on. This is a hype. And tell yeah, the story. We're here to hype the other. We're here, podcast. To, we're here to tease it, but like I just want to know how big are these steins? Like I pitch like 17 liter steins. Uh, they call them Ein Mass. Uh, oh, uh, wow. mass being special, big. They yep. have a special name for them, and they hold about three and a half beers. Hell yeah! Each. Yeah. But you got to power through that thing, and you double fist. Through. And you, oh yeah, you don't uh, you don't take it lightly with those big, big, big beauties. Nice. Yeah, it was uh, it was some delicious beer and and great friends. I was walking around in my uh, my '97 Connor McDavid uh, orange jersey. Respect. So, were you in a sea of hockey fans? Like, how did that go no, down? No, this was this was just a sea of beer drinkers. Okay, people in Lederhosen and uh, the one that the females wear, the dreidels, dreidels, dry sidles, yeah, yeah, the dry sidles, yes, the dry sidles, um, and uh, yeah. Just people recognizing me because of the orange and blue and coming over to, to share a drink with, with an Oilers fan. Now, you had Bieber levels of fame on this trip. There's two things I want to talk about because I was like hearing everything secondhand from everybody. Like, did you hear about Dan's trip? Did you hear about 50,000 people lined up to talk to him one day at a bar? 
I want to hear about how you were this famous, and I want you to tell us the unabashed, unnice no. Dan version of the stories. Tell us the real deal. A kid cried when he no. met you. Tell us how big you are in Europe. Yeah, you're like it Hasselhoff was, in Germany. Yeah, you're, was, uh, you're Daniel Hasselhoff. It was hard to keep my head from uh, from swelling because it just yeah, everywhere everywhere I ended up showing up, there was always people there to talk to Dan from Oilers Nation. Wild. Now, I mean, we I think we kind of lose the fact of how big we are around the world. Um, until you experience something like this. And I had people every, every day, at least one person would stop me on the street cold and Jesus. just be like, Hey, in a foreign are you, country, are you nation Dan? Now yeah. were they, they, what were, were you they wearing? Canadians that were there or were they locals? Um, I, to answer your question, Jay, I was wearing, I was usually wearing another Jersey when they would recognize me always had the shorts on. So that was, that was an easy giveaway. Uh, and then I would have nation gear on if I didn't have the Oilers Jersey on. Cut. Um, to answer your question, Wanye, uh, a lot of them were expatriate Canadians at some point in their life. But they were living there. But they live over in... So you're walking down the street Sweden. in Cologne. Yep. That's where they invented Cologne bag milk. It That's is. what I've heard. Mm-hmm. And smelling great. Yep. And people who live in another country walk up and go, hey, Dan. Yes. <laughs> they would They'd be like, are, <laughs> you, are you nation Dan? <laughs> and I would, you know, of course, just kind of be shocked that they were oh, even shit. recognizing me. Because, I mean, I was doing this with, like, I did that with Gene Principe. I was like, hey, Gene. And then he turned around at a streetlight and said hi, and it was awkward and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, for me to get recognized, it was just, you know, I'm just, I just, I view myself as just another fan. And I think we all kind of do that to a certain extent. But when you're just, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to, to put your, wrap your mind around it when you've got random people walking up to you on the street and. So, so tell, like, I heard stories about, like, European people read the nation. <laughs> tell stories about that. That's yeah. crazy. What? Yeah. So so one of the things that kind of got hammered home to me by everybody, they would tell me, is, I mean, there's an eight-hour difference from, from Edmonton to uh, to where we were in Germany and Sweden. And so those guys and girls, when they're watching the Oilers, they their options are go to bed at 7 o'clock at night and wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and watch the Oilers get pumped by the St. Louis Blues, mm-hmm, 7 mm-hmm, to nothing. Mm-hmm. Or what they usually do is they will go to go to bed at a regular hour and then get up, watch maybe the end of the third period. Then they, they hop on over to OilersNation.com and they read what Bag Milk had to say about the uh, about the game. Uh, they you know they read about uh, what Gregor had to say about before the game, that kind of thing. So it's... So, you know, on the train ride into work, they're, they're reading the nation. And, uh, I think we kind of, I think it's easy to kind of lose the fact that, that we're yeah, just it's uh, crazy, man. We're just You're blowing my mind right now, Dan. Yeah. And, and, and these guys love it. And they, uh, you know, like, uh, the German Facebook group, they post every one of our articles and they debate it and they have a huge conversation what? about every article we write about. Bag milk. Do we see this on our end? No. Do they write in English or in German? Because I'd like to. I want to go in and argue. In, they write in German, but you can translate. Google Translate. Get in the mix. Yeah. So there is a German the Oilers Facebook yep. group of fans. There's a Czech Oilers Facebook. Do we follow group all these groups, Bagman? We're um, going to. We love these to, people. Yes. Yeah, they're they're a phenomenal group of people. Holy shit! The German group has about 500 members in it, and the hundred or so members that came to Cologne that day. They had all met for the first time that day. Oh, that's like that the nation. Cool. And, then they came, and then they came in and, and met me and, and we're excited. We got to find a way to like talk to the admins of those groups yep. and send them like shit. Oh, I've already got something in the works with the oh, German boy. group for good, sure. Good, 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 good. You're right. actually, you know what? I found Edmonton Oilers fans, Germany, and there's Dan at the header. You're yep. the header image. Yep. The wow. Image. We took a, we, re- we recreated the, uh, the old Oilers Stanley Cup image. With me as the goalie laying down in front and everybody putting up the one finger. What on earth? Yeah, that yeah, was uh, it. Was it was just it was so neat. It, every 
every country that we went to, you're meeting you're meeting fans that are just as passionate as we are, if not more, because they're sticking with a team when they get no exposure to that team. They don't ever get to meet the players. They don't ever get to watch the team live, and they're still they're still diehards like we are. So it's it's uh, it's something impressive to behold. It. That's incredible. The nation fucking rules. Yeah, and straight up. <laughs> the reason why it rules is because it's this awesome community. And that's what it is. And, you know, from our end, we always see analytics. We see these big numbers. We see dots on a map. And, you know, you don't really see the reality of it. Sometimes, you know, we have brunch parties at the pint, but that's a really hyper local situation. It's generally like our folk. But like, it's it's cool to hear that like, there's other groups within this community that we're all a part of. That's all it is. It's, it's this is a whole like crowd funded, you know, fandom uh, that this has become. And it's just so like, I get goosebumps hearing that you can go there and just like connect and immediately have that like common ground to like be best buds. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's kind of what we kept talking about. And, and I, like I will, we'll go in more into it on the ON radio podcast. How do Ooh, I, how do I subscribe to that? Dan, Friday, how do I, do yeah. this? How do I Friday, find your you show? Can, you can subscribe to us by going to SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to iTunes okay. and look up ON radio podcast, but you can also follow us on all the social medias right at ON radio podcast. Uh-huh. And uh, now and Dan, I'm on musically there. and I do not see ON podcast. That's coming soon. I'm looking for you on MySpace. Where is your MySpace page? <laughs> uh, I'm actually trying to find MySpace as well. <laughs> we're, we're, we're only on Friendster. Oh, Friendster. Of Excellent. <laughs> My um, Nexopia page is always updated. Still. Up. But yeah, to what you were saying, Jay, it's just, it's, it's, it's so interesting to be uh, a part of a fan base where you could not, you could have not known a person for your entire life. You meet and all of a sudden you have this common ground that you can kind of share your opinions on and, and argue and discuss with. And it's, it's great. Now, here's the question. I have a question, too. I think yours is going to be funnier. Is Ty right of the answer mm. in overseas as well? Mm. Uh, I'm going to I'll say that they they do sh- tend to shade towards their own countrymen. So they believe the German group would believe that Tobias Reader is the is the answer. Uh, I like that. That's it could be like the answer. Leon Dreisaitl. They are still upset about Ralph Kruger getting fired. That was like eight coaches ago. Shut up, Germany. Now, what do they think about Dreisaitl? They love him. I thought that's what you were going to ask. I thought you were going to say, what do they think about Dreisaitl? They absolutely love him. And they want him him to be able to to have his chance to run his own line. Have his chance. Have his chance. Getting eight million a year. Jesus Christ. He's getting his chance. I also want that chance. uh, (laughs) He wants a shot. So, so yeah, they absolutely adored him over there. Uh, Tobias Reeder, the same thing. And that's one thing with the German fans that they, that's like really apparent is that it doesn't matter where you are in the lineup. If you're the the first player on the team or you're the 16th guy on the team, you are just as important. And they they treat everybody on that Cologne team like they're all gods. Ryan Jones is a god just as much as Steve oh, Pinziato is a is a god. It's it's amazing to see. If I'm the Oilers, if I'm the OEG and I'm sitting there in the new arena offices with all their new bathrooms, and the cool stall doors, I'm sure that they have, which are probably high quality. Florida roof urinals, I bet. Upgrades from your standard <laughs> stall walls, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there. I'm looking at maps. I'm looking at data points of people who are coming to EdmontonOilers.com. You got to do stuff to encourage those fan groups to proliferate. Well, and they didn't even bring enough gear for the fans. They ran out of equip. They ran out of uh, clothing and, and equipment, and you know, mini sticks and pucks by the end of the first period. Now, I don't view that as a bad thing. I think that's good. I think that if they would have ran out well before the event, I would have been like, shame on you. But like, or to make it had, into the game, that's pretty good. I mean, they probably sold a ton of stuff. But or they, if they but, had way too much. 
So they, they did have way anything? too much for the Sweden game. They had way too much they for had, Sweden. They had a lot of stuff left over after the Sweden game. Sweden so. are, Swedes are used to putting it together themselves, though. Am I right? Yeah. Thank you. One time I went to the Puff Daddy Snoop Dogg concert in Madison Square Gardens. It was the 20th anniversary of the Vibe Awards when they almost all killed each other. Puff Daddy, who owned Sean John, one of the best merchandisers in the game, his gear didn't even arrive during the concert. <laughs> and there was a guy sitting in front of an empty Sean John booth going, sorry, nothing. That <laughs> is when you fucked up on That's your merchandising. Fair. Oh, yeah. That's D- fair. And Diddy's not happy about that. Oh, Somebody no, Somebody got no, fired no, on no. that one. Oh, for sure they did. Diddy don't play. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Tell me about the story when a kid cried, Dan. I noticed that you clearly glossed over that cleverly. So, so uh, I was I was in a bar uh, listening to Ufe Bodine's uh, big podcast over there. He's very famous. He's love Swedish. Love, yeah, he love sold Ufe. out a four level, uh, a four story bar. Actually, Everybody bought tickets to come really? listen to his podcast. Wow. For bought real? Tickets? Yes. Jeez, yep. I can just hear Jay right now. Where's there a four story well, bar in Edmonton? I just realized we're uh, talking about bringing people, mobilizing fans and coming to watch the product. Uh, Ufe is going to be in town two weeks with yeah. all the Swedes. So we should have him uh, come back on the podcast and talk about. Hopefully we have enough room. Super cool Hopefully and it's four stories. Yeah, and we have enough charge. room for the Ufe nation. So, but, uh, but yeah, so I ran into uh, one of his fans uh, after the, after the podcast was over and uh, his name was Simon. And he just, he wanted to snap a picture with me because his, his younger brother, Carl, absolutely loves uh loves the nation and loves me hold on and, hold on uh, hold on hold on a german guy walks up to you wants nope, to take swedish a swedish guy wants to t- hang out with you yep because he knows who you are yep. and his little brother really likes you yeah what yeah and so uh so we we talked for a little bit snapped a selfie with him and then i introduced him to a couple of other swedes that i was there watching the podcast with and uh and then i had to take off and then the next day uh, because the Oilers had no official get together or anything for fans, I just said, "If you want to come hang out before the game, and then we'll head down together, come back to this bar." And so we had about forty or fifty fans show up for that. Uh, and who else showed up but Simon and his younger brother Carl? And Carl, uh, Carl got a little emotional when he met the Nation Dan. What? How old is and Carl? Carl, just refer to yourself in the 13. third person. Yep. This yeah, this is getting. If people head. cry when they meet you, you can do that. Though. <laughs> yeah, touche, uh, touche. 12 or 13 and Carl was Carl was just excited to meet me and and uh, he was real quiet but I you know I just uh, I don't I don't know I'm just I'm just a humble guy like I don't uh, I don't think of myself as anything more than just an Oilers fan so so I was I was just excited as excited to meet him as he was to meet me that's crazy so so yeah is that once again the nation rules I am so glad I never put my face on anything <laughs> because if that happened to me I'd be like oh Hmm, what's this? My leg seems to have broken in half. I'd best leave and go to the hospital with fake injuries until this entire trip blows over. Well, I mean, it was like any, you know, I mean, this is just me working at the nation for a year. It's just it, the power of the nation is, is, uh, is something that's special. And, and I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. Wow. I, I can't take this in stride, Jay. You're like, oh, yeah, whatever. One time I was in the Maldives oh, and the no. guy walked up to me. No, no. That's it's, insane. It's compelling. No, it's awesome. It's like super cool. Like when Dan came back. Because those are stories that like you you can't really capture while you're there, but like coming in here and I'm just like, wow, like all this was like it, worth it, and just sounds like it's, it's just I don't know, it's just always cool and like humbling to hear that like this thing that started here talking to no one is now a thing where you could walk down the street in Gothenburg, Germany, and be recognized. Uh, and make the front page of the newspaper and make the yes. front page. Oh, yes. geez, you want to talk about ultimate accolades, like. <laughs> Well done, Dan. <coughs> this is a public thanks to Dan for uh, 
getting the nation yep. on the on the and front I'll, page of the Gothenburg newspaper. And to Dan's credit too, I was <clears throat> checking out the nation messages, just DMs on Twitter and on social media, and people are like, "Hey, can you just say thanks to Dan for a really good showing and being such a nice dude and, and not here's being what I need you to do, nation. Yeah, I need uh, you to every time this happens. I don't give a good shit who likes us. I want $5 from every single person you're talking to. <laughs> oh, you like that? You read $5. Oh, your little brother's crying? $5. You need to be like Pete Rose post-gambling yes. expulsion from MLB yeah. yes. who will alienate everybody who sees Pete Rose because he wants you to charge. Like a fringe yeah. tra- like a fringe Star Trek actor at exactly. a, I was say at a Comic Con. I, yeah. yeah. I paid my $250 to meet Pete Rose that, three years ago. What? What? <laughs> oh, no. Jeez, That's you, how you got to do it. Play yeah. too many do not play the long alone. game. Do not play the nice game. Do not play the Canadian game. Play the very short game, <laughs> yeah. mean monetization game. Yeah. Like the athletic having a party at the rec room. <laughs> you got to do that shit. You got to have events, but it's not, it's not enough to have people come out. You got to, you want to look me in the eye. I'll be three Euro <laughs> straight up. Yeah. I was, I was trying to actually have a uh, lunch with Willis that week. He was in town too busy. Couldn't make it happen. Couldn't make it happen. Guy was at uh, the morning skates talking to Todd McClellan. Unbelievable. Yeah. Dan more on the Oilers nation podcast. Yes. Oilers well, Nation Radio every single Friday, Daniel. This Friday. Good to have you home. Thank you. Yeah. My other question I was going to ask, which we'll have to talk about later on, was were there any girls at these parties? But we won't talk about it right now because Jared's got his finger in the air and we got to go to break. See you later. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. SumoJerky.com. You've been through the gas station. You've seen all the flavors, teriyaki, black pepper, Maybe extra hot, sweet chili. That's about as exotic as it gets. But if you subscribe to Sumo Jerky at sumojerky.com, check them out online, enter your preferences. They source out the finest small batch handcrafted maw and paw jerky from all over the world. They have all your favorite flavors, but it's high quality handcrafted versions of your favorite flavors, and they get exotic as well. Exotic jerky from exotic animals or play it straight and stick with beef. Enter your preferences at Sumo jerky.com it shows up once a month deliver it as a gift if you like have it sent to your work for a little pick-me-up during the day sumo jerky.com follow them on instagram at sumo jerky for pictures of their meat or sign up for the service yourself sumo jerky.com once a month meat delivered right to your door it's the home delivery service you didn't realize you need until it started showing up my favorite day of the month is Sumo Jerky Delivery Day. SumoJerky.com to get started. We're back. Real Life Podcast brought to you by SumoJerky.com, the number one rated beef jerky of the month club. It has arrived at Nation HQ today. It did? It was a big, big day. Oh. Big unboxing upstairs. Oh. Don't know what an unboxing... We'll have it at the house. I left the office for two hours. You've got your own second and it shipment. slides right in. You Good got, flavors this month. You got your All own I have to say is FML, guys. I'm 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 deeply offended. <laughs> we tried the unboxing. We'll see how that goes. Chris did an excellent job of unwrapping, I guess. I gotta get going on this. Like I got my list of things to do every week. Look at Connor's hair. Imagine what Connor smells like. You know, that type of shit. But what I also gotta get going on the sumo social media content. It's hard, man. Yeah. It's hard to make beef jerky content. I think okay. I can roll with a lot of different punches and shit, but like I've got people making me jerky memes. Ah, I think I got to do more contesting. It's got to keep pumping. It'd be cool I know, to get I just, behind the scenes stuff. All of our stuff. That's true, but there's nothing to see. It's a problem, right? Yeah. 
It'd kind of be interesting. Like, I assume they have big machines that slice. Oh, from the suppliers? Yeah, yeah. That's a lot up. That's pretty far upstream our supply chain. Mm. <laughs> Here's how Sumo Jerky works. I run ads on Facebook with a guy in Flint, Michigan. Mm-hmm. His name's Walt. Great guy. Walt runs all the Facebook campaigns and all the Google AdWords campaigns, predominantly in the southern U.S. The orders come in. We have a lady who lurks in Ohio. She looks into the jerky. We ship it all to northern Long Island, I believe, or southern New Jersey. I'm not quite sure how it all works. And then they ship it all out. There is nothing there worth filming. It's mm. boring to talk about. I just I, I used to watch that show, uh, How It's Made, mm. on Discovery. Mm-hmm. I just figured they got some cool machines. Well, I could Do go something. down to our friends at uh, Wilhawk and pretend that's the sumo jerky offices. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, see? I got to figure something out. I might go celebrity endorser route. Ooh. I've started to make contact with a few D-level celebrities online. I'm going to shoot maybe for a C. See who's got the chops to make some content. Like Ronnie from Jersey Shore. Something like that. It's <laughs> yeah. tough. Like I, I was on a situation needs some money. Oh, situation needs money and jerky. Oh, yeah. He could trade that jerky where he's at now. Jeez. I've, I've gone and looked at some rappers managers to mm. see what they would take. People who have audiences. The problem is you got to find an, a demo that's prepared to spend good money on jerky every month. Doesn't like jerky. Rockefellers. I think there's a third Gates child there in there somewhere. <laughs> Howard Buffett. Tito Gates. Yeah. yeah. Howard Buffett. Elon Musk's brother. Yeah. There's a Kimball. Yeah. Kluger Kardashian. <laughs> need to hide ri- in the basement. Yeah. I, I think I need to like team up with those like private jet accounts on Instagram because Hi. the only people who can afford j- beef jerky month to month are people who are flying PJ. Hi. I'm Gary Clooney here for Sumo Jerky. Oh, go on. Yeah. Uh, in Australia, they ran a huge, oh, I think it was for Virgin Mobile campaign with Brad Pitt's brother. Doug Pitt. Doug Pitt. Yeah. And like it caught fire. Yeah. Like Doug Pitt is huge in Australia. Nation down in Germany popular? Could be. Is it good to be Doug Pitt? Fire. Oh, it probably takes a while to be comfortable yeah. that you are Doug Pitt. Like yeah, Brad Pitt so. himself is in his 50s. Yeah. Has yeah. Doug now kind of hit his groove? For sure, being popular in Australia helps. Oh, it definitely helps. It's like good Charlotte. Australia <laughs> saved them as well. Yeah, exactly. and, and they're like spokesmen for KFC and they're, they're vegans. Like, they're huge. Exactly. It's so bizarre. It doesn't, yeah. It's because they were it's, on it's like... political. Wasn't, weren't they on like... The Voice. Yeah, The Voice, Australia. Australian Voice. Mm-hmm. Just and one of, them was, uh, one of them was married to Sophie Monk as well. Oh, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. Didn't the other one marry Cameron Diaz? Cameron Diaz, yeah. Man. Well... No, the one that married Cameron Diaz was the one that was married to Sophie Monk, who's because uh, the brother. Hold up, hold up! How can you be married to one lady and then another lady? Uh, the, the divorce, unfortunately, they uh, they don't last. You know, they can do whatever they want. Celebrity marriages, because Nicole Leaving Ricci one? and I'm sorry, Nicole Ricci. Yeah, she's married to one of the Manon brothers. Hmm. Nicole Ricci is married to one of. What did I say? Ricci, which is yeah, well, like whatever. Mike Ricci of the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, or Christine yeah. Ricci. Oh, Christine nice. Ricci. Who is yeah. Wednesday Nicole Adams? There you go. Nicole Richie. Like Byron Richie. She was married to Joel Madden, wasn't she? She still Madden, is, isn't she? Yep. Benji Madden's married to Cameron Diaz. And yeah. are they all related to Madden of Madden football? I assume so. No, sure. no, yeah. You got to get after Steve Madden. Oh, That's you want the, the shoes. You want the shoes. You want the... That guy's got the... That, that guy started that video game and did the... V- the Madden family is really... <laughs> <laughs> the at Madden family. That's yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's the ultimate power family. They're the true Rothschilds of wow. our world. If you can invent a shoe line and make the number one football video game, you and are doing. Launch Good Charlotte. Yeah. And marry Nicole Ricci. Mm-hmm. Wink. See? Interesting. Nicole Ricci. I was playing with my pen and the lid shot off. 
And I was scared it went in my latte. Hmm. And then I thought, what if I drink this latte and choke? You're going to think I'm still laughing about Nicole Ricci. That would have been a good podcast moment. <laughs> a death, finally. Finally. A death on the real life. Real death. <laughs> real death, yeah. Well, it is real life. Some people die. You know what I'm proud about at this point in the show? Go ahead. Haven't talked about a thing on our list. This no, has got to be a record. You know what? Well, was, we got Dan in that's true. a little bit later than we were supposed to. That's true. Yeah. I, I was thinking about the article and I was like, the podcast where they set up an outline and don't follow any of it. That's every episode. Yep. Yeah. It's like when you write up the episode, you're like, this week things went off the rails. I think you can just like, it goes without saying that yeah. off the rails. I like to, I like them to know it's off the rails. That is the structure. Oh, yeah. There is no structure. It's I was Jackson on Pollock. I was on uh bag milks hosted Owen radio podcast on Friday. Oh wow. And that thing, if it's, if it's record time, like if you go down the podcast, it's, you know, 52 minute podcast. We spent 52 minutes talking and that's it. Like, it's like you're in, you're out. It's structured. It's like bang, 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 and done. I'm a drill sergeant. Is that better than this? Do you like it better structured or do you like this jam session we call real life? I like both. It's different because I like this one because we just riff and shoot the shit. That one we have to talk with her. So it's kind of, you know. We fall off the rails again. Like, what are you going to do? We spent 15 minutes talking about the bathrooms at Sherwood Ford, which are pristine, by the way. Um, like, not Rogers OEG offices, nice. No, 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 no. Okay. no. They don't have floor to ceiling urinals. Um, floor to ceiling urinals. Also, shout out the Nation Truck. We haven't talked about that on Real Life oh, yet. Oh, Jesus. Sherwood Ford has dropped a. Speaking of floor to ceiling things. Wow, just saying. It's gigantic. I'm, I'm, it's I'm, like living with Gravedigger. If you live in Edmonton, <laughs> you have seen the Nation Truck by now. Oh man, Jay was driving, I would say eastbound on Jasper and I was coming the other way and I just cracked up laughing from two blocks away because you can just see this beacon driving towards you. It's hilarious. It's a statement. I love it. Let's pretend just for a moment. Let's pretend somebody in this room had gotten a letter from some sort of sporting organization in the last four months and they're like, hey guy, we're going to put you in jail for the rest of your life. And that guy, not me was like, oh, what are these guys mad about? And they're like, this giant nation truck. <laughs> and then we come back at them with one that's jacked up yeah. and has a spotlight on the top and says, please direct all lawsuits to wanyegretz at gmail.com. Damn, it's eye-catching. Yeah, it's fantastic. Come at me, bro. I'll run you over. So now you've had some time to drive both. I love it. This, of course you uh, do. Well, it, but it actually do. It's uh, They did such a good job with it. Like, it's it's like this F one fifty's got like all of like the the features in it and stuff. It's super cool. It's I pimp like my ride it. quality, right? Look, well, that's the thing. I had like when they did the reveal, I looked at. It, I was like, I turned around and looked at. It, I was like, oh my god, like I'm actually speechless. And they're recording this. I'm like, I don't know what to say, but I did make a. I'm like, now I know what those people feel like. <laughs> I made a forty five minute speech. Yeah, yeah. You said you liked popcorn. We put a popcorn popper <laughs> in the back of. <laughs> We've your been Civic. listening. Yeah, no, they went big on it. It's super cool. I watched a documentary about what happened to the pimp my ride cars. Like six, eight months. Oh yeah, later. people had to sell them. Like it's crazy. the best. Uh, Some of most of them didn't run. You couldn't reinsure them. Or MTV took a lot of the stuff out after production was over. God well, I'm, I'm going to nurture this thing. It's uh, you got to do some IG stories of the inside. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we got a ton of content. Like we, the, the boys shot like an hour's worth of footage of inside and out and around and upside People down. taking photos of it at the party. Like it was the Eiffel tower. Well, yeah. When you got a truck like that, I, uh, I just, uh, I, I feel like rules don't apply. And I parked that thing on the sidewalk outside of the pint. And uh, I, you know, to make a statement, because that truck in itself is a statement. It deserved it. And it deserved it. Warranted. And, you know, no tickets. So clearly, like, law enforcement was scared to ticket it. They respected it. Yeah, because, you know, that truck 
it barks. I'd like to take 2007S and hollow travel us to 2018 in front of the pint where Bag Milk's sitting on the steps with an audience of 2,500 people watching him eat beets. That was also very odd. And you've got <laughs> Grave Digger parked right outside the door uh, and be like, you won't even believe what the future looks like and who the president is. Uh, eventually. No, you won't. <laughs> yeah, you guys were talking to yourself in the comment section and then now Jay's driving around and as you mentioned, Grave Digger's truck. <laughs> I feel like you ever watch a show about business or you see like a, a profile of a business and there's always like the old grandpa founder who's like, I remember when we only sold two pairs of shoes and now we're the guys who were Steve Madden and made that football video game. Mm-hmm. I'm rapidly turning into that dude. My brain just will never. It's like Connor being an oiler. My brain will never process that as being real. It's, there's times I'm watching online. I just happen to remember like, Jesus. Yeah, it sometimes because- doesn't feel real. Even from the time I started here five years ago, the things that have changed. It's weird, man. We can't get super douchey. Like, no, like Dan's obviously the least douchey guy in the world. But he's like, I just think of myself as an Oilers fan. I'm like, motherfucker, you are an Oilers fan. What are you talking about? But then I realize if a kid cried when he met me, I'd have to check my reality myself, too. If a kid cried when he met me, I would smoke bomb and run the other way. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't. Handle I it. could not. handle That trip that Dan had, I could not handle that. I would freak the fuck out and not leave my hotel room. Even when I was doing the beat cast on the stairs at the pint. There was 10 people around or whatever. And I'm like, guys, just do me a favor. They're like, no, no, we know the shtick. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. And everybody was super cool about it. And it was just really weird, odd experience. And you did a good job. Like you interviewed everyone around you. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to. You made it a fun experience for everyone. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, there's ruined our party. So Uh, we're going to throw our own party. Well, that's a good segue. Should we talk about this tire fire that we're experiencing? We're one one game game in, boys. We're one game in. Everybody's tripping balls. (laughs) Very last podcast. Last week on our podcast, we had Travis Dakin in. Fan who got naked for Sam Gagne. Promised us Wanye. I was very threatening in my own Canadian way. I said, knock this shit off, Dakin. (laughs) You didn't listen. You told him. And what has he done? One loss. One loss. He's in my DMs and he's freaking out. He's freaking out. He didn't listen. The world is falling. Jesse Pugliarvi got moved down, which annoyed me, admittedly. I'm okay with it because let's see how it plays out. Uh No, it is one game. We are ignoring the other 81. And this is done again. Here's what we need to do. still got a chance. When the Oilers lose, if you've seen a particularly self-defeating Dakin tweet, I need you to meme it. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, we should do that. So you got to take like Oilers lose 7-2 and then a Dakin tweet like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm raising my daughters in a world where the Oilers lose 7-2 to the Mighty Ducks. And then a gif of a kid getting hit by a train or something. Not his kids. Dakin. Metaphorically. Oh, yeah. D- Dakin getting hit by a meme train. Yeah. An actual head of a Dakin. A bus of memes. Of course. We could put him on like, you know, Thomas the Tank Engine and he's oh, just running shit down. Oh, yeah. We right? got to. I like it. Of we course we're to. going to. Okay. How can we not? We've got a thing. Yeah. So it's going to be a thing. One day German children will cry when they meet you too, Bag Milk. You'll see. (laughs) That'll be for a different reason. What did we think about the game? It was really cool to be in Sweden, man. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like the Heritage Classic. Yes, we lost that too, and it still stings. But at the end of the day, they're over in Europe. A whole bunch of people get to see Connor. A whole bunch of people got to see Leon. We got to see Ryan Jones with his haircut. Overall, man, it was a really cool experience. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what you the know fuck? What? speaking of uh that cologne game uh friend of the show friend of the nation brandon davidson tagged steve pinizzato in a couple of my instagram posts while the game was on wow so i enjoyed that oh nice yeah there you go it's hard you seeing it. him walking the red carpet in chicago 
Oh, but he looked fresh though. Well, of that like purple suit or whatever. Yeah. Red. Uh, was it red? He said red is my color. Mm. Okay. I don't know about red. Uh, Miss Davy. Well, I thought, uh, yeah, it's cool that they go there. Uh, it's good for the game. It's awesome for Scandinavians to go. And there we go. And see there we go. Connor. Oh no. And, and like I said, game I'm successful. I'm still optimistic about the season. Uh, like totally. It's just one game. I'm just annoyed uh, at the game in the sense of they didn't show up. No. Yeah, that second period where they went like 14 <clears throat> minutes, 15 minutes without a shot. That's it. Like that's that's all I get mad about. It's like just just show. I don't care if you lose, but like lose the right way. Like try. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's yeah. just they couldn't get it together. Nobody cares if you lose, but if you go balls out and the goalie steals one, or you know yeah. something just doesn't go your way, then fine. That's sports. How nobody with no shots on net for 11 minutes, is that what you said? Had one shot in the whole second period. Yeah, I one think. shot in the whole second period. How somebody on that bench doesn't come onto the ice and run a guy over. Or just clap run one from wherever. Run a guy over. They're trying to be cute. Mike Greer a guy. Oh, that's good. Mike I like Greer that. would come out and run guys oh, over. Fuck Remember? yeah. yeah. Remember Jason Arnett? He would run a guy over. Jason Smith. He'd oh, run a guy over. He'd a guy. Steady Steve Steos. He'd run a guy over. And then he'd rim it around the boards. Have they gotten rid of running guys over, Jay? Because they're drinking the pink and they have trainers and whatnot. Well, apparently if you run a guy over now, you get 20 games. Oh, you should have heard the heated debate on Oilers Nation Radio. Jay was fired up about the Tom Wilson suspension. Real fired up. So On the bright side, guys. how about doors opening at the pine at 10 a.m. Oh. And we have 50 people outside waiting. What? Yeah, yeah. It was ridiculous. It was unreal. We used to only sell two pairs of shoes, and one was to my auntie. There yeah. was fifty people waiting in line to get into the party. Yeah. Oh, easily. <laughs> they were lined up. They were and they were politely waiting. Nation fans, good people. Somebody oh. DM me on Instagram and said, "Really good party. No one's at Hudson's right now." And then the devil emoji. Yeah. Well, that's how good it was. It was so, trash talk. The neighbors good. That's right. <laughs> how about the donair review after the party? A hot mess. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one, uh, that one will come out right away, and uh, I'm interested to see how it takes. A hot uh, mess. I, I was a little, um, and and whatever. I'll share my 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 concerns. It's only they're all with myself. I'm just like, I'm now. I'm gonna have a video of me drunk out there on the internet, and it's not. I'm not bad, but I'm crushing a donair, intoxicated. Aren't you glad that when we were in our fulcrum days of partying? which doesn't mean what some people think it means that there was no record of any of that shit. That's probably better. Like it this is, is man. I'm, uh, this, this is, is this, fine. Cause you're already turned this out. This is great. drunk. Yeah. This is drunk. Jay light 18 year old Jay rumbling behind cowboys on world star. And you still can't live it down six yeah. years later. Like <laughs> I think it's uh, I think, I think this one will be funny. I think I, I have you, have you watched it? Bang I've only seen my own footage, which is a complete nightmare. You're in this show. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, there was three cameras. Oh going. yeah. There was a main camera, which was Jared. Then we had Ian, our friend from Nate, who's helping us out on social. He was filming on the other side, and I'm in tight on everybody. I think it's hilarious when you're super in tight, like office style. Oh. So, Bag Milk has an angle on me taking a close up <laughs> of me taking a bite. If you're doing beat casts and in front incriminating. of people, and you're in tight on the Donair reviews, I'm just preemptively congratulating you on people recognizing you within 12 months. Oh, it's so. Worst best kept secret or best worst kept secret. Well, that was like what I was saying when I'm doing the beat cast. I'm like, okay, everybody that's here, I'm recording. Yeah. Do me a favor. Everybody knows my shtick. And everybody's like, no, no, I got it. I got it. I got but it. But you're already so far out in the public eye at this point in this story. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Coom put you on blast. Yeah. Coom put me on blast. Meanwhile, I'm sitting at home <laughs> tweeting. 
watching the game. But here's the problem. When I get to the level that I was at on Saturday, you which care. Is, I yeah. was well toasted. Uh, yeah, I don't care. No. I'm going out meeting people. I'm hello. I'm hugging fools. Like, I don't know. What are you going to do? We are supposed to grow old and Howard Hughesian together. <laughs> and we're supposed to, when the Oilers Cup Parade happens, we're supposed to be at LaRonde with the thing completely rented out because we don't trust anyone's germs. Instead, you're going to be the Grand Marshal of the parade. No, I don't think so. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, because I'm we'll sober see. right now. Is the yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Drunk bag milk is non-caring of his visage. Well, because there was one guy who was... Uh, and it was a sneaky fucking ploy this guy did at the point. He was near our section because the nation tables are labeled and he yells out bag milk and I turned and he's like, aha! Genius. It was genius. It's very simple, folks. I was impressed. Lay those traps out. You'll you'll smoke out who bag milk There's is. just like a bag milk plastic <clears throat> jug holder there with yeah. like a string attached to it. And you're like, how convenient! And then they pull it away from you. Kind of. Maybe Only that's what you bag. should do. You should have a body double that is a bag of milk with a little name tag even though it's pretty self-explanatory. Sure. Just have it there sitting there. Do you then, remember that time that there was a guy at the point who was saying he was me and he was getting buying everybody drinks and then tried to not hand it, like hand his bill in and not pay? Really? Yeah. And Rick was like, you're Wanye. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, uh, huh. And then paid his bill. <laughs> it was a ballsy though. You that was like I'd the dude, um, what was that? Like that was one of the first times I was on real life where I told that story of a guy who DM me and he's like, hey man, great meeting you last night. And I was like, huh? I didn't leave my couch. Unbelievable. I was buying bag milk beers last night at the pint. Like, yeah. Well, you weren't. Shooters got to shoot. Shooters got to shoot. Shoot Amen. your shot. Amen. On that, that guy's living a better life than I am, though. Fake I don't get bag no, milk? Yeah, I don't get no free he's my, drinks he, out of the bar. He's taking the three euros to take photos of the kids. Mm-hmm. You got to. I might start. If I'm Dan, I'm holding up like a circle, like a cardboard circle in front of my head that says three euro. Yeah. If you want that circle gone, you want to take a photo. It happens. Better hit me with a trio. That's what they call a three euro bill. It doesn't exist. A trio. A trio, of course. Three dollar bill, y'all. Boys, Great we got to bounce, but let's do best and worst just in case UConn's listen. I got to go for lunch with them tomorrow. And if he says to me, did you do your best and worst this week, Wanye? I got to say yes. Don't we have another break? Nope. We've only had two breaks. We have another break. <laughs> oh, dear. We should really rename this podcast Off the Rails. We'll oh, be yeah. back after this, guys. Hope you want to listen to some more shit. Real life podcast. Alberta is where you find hardworking hands. Where prairie grown rye meets mountain spring water. Where we pull dragons from the ground. And we choose Rig Hand Distillery. Vodka, whiskey, gin, and more. Rig Hand is made from Alberta grown ingredients, locally distilled and distributed. It's a bottle of Alberta. Ask for award-winning Rig Hand in your liquor store and visit RigHandDistillery.com. We're back. Real life podcast. Sometimes Clapton plays a 10-minute solo, man. Hey, do you know how long the drum solo in Inagata De Vida is? Fuck yeah. Super long. I remember reading in Rolling Stone in junior high that Axl Rose had lost his mind and he was recording an eight-minute song with the London Philharmonic mm. and he'd rented the opera hall or wherever the hell they perform and they were just making this seven minute song with the symphony that was november rain hell of a song closed out every junior high dance i ever attended did he lose his mind or did he make it happen for guns and roses i saw guns and roses last summer they were great fantastic axel rose looks swollen oh uh, axel yeah. rose ate axel rose is what happened <laughs> he got situationed oh man did he ever situations in the clink uh-huh uh, they need a uh, custom-made cell for him now. Why is that? 
He's no longer. I don't think he can call himself the situation anymore. Has oh, he put on some LBs? Uh, is he? Yeah. Is that I, what you're talking about? I was about? never a Jersey Shore guy. Oh. Is that what you're surprising. saying? Yeah. yeah. That saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, wow. he's uh situation thick. Yeah, he's he <laughs> thick. He there's no more G in the GTL. Oh, it's oh, just no. ETL, E10 yeah. laundry. Yeah. Oh, situation, how could you? Yeah. Not paying let your bills, letting yourself go. Exactly. Sloppy bastard. He made eight point four million dollars in appearance fees in three years. Wow. Jeez. And then brother wow. situation and him were like, No, we didn't. Wink. And the IRS was like, Oh, yes, you did. Slammer. Man. Wow, $8.4 million to go hang out with the situation. Like over the span of three years. Over the span of three uh, years. Endorsements. He had endorsements, a, yeah. A, he had a, a vodka deal. or something. Did he have like a, yeah. a protein vodka or yeah. something? Yeah. Because I never understand those. Like all three of us are big, big brother guys. Uh huh. But when they tour, I'm not going to Knoxville's to hang out with no. them. Mm. No. I don't care. I, d- they I don't. are coming to Edmonton right away. They always they do. The ranch. Yeah. yeah. I always do. It's I like, think uh, who is who did I see? Oh. Although I might go see meet JC. Like if oh, JC I'd comes, I might JC. go. I would love to go. If you want to go to see JC, I'll go with you. Legit. The yeah. issue about that is, is is these people think they've cured cancer. Yes. No. Yes. JC Im, un, like are unbearable. I will go to my long dusty part of my phone of club managers, <laughs> and I will get us backstage to meet JC. <laughs> oh, man. If he comes, let me know. Just say Yatus. Just say it one time. Just say it one time. Uh, okay, fine. Oh. But you have to pay eight euro. I knew it, JC. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and that's the situation where you have to do that. Yeah. Uh, I remember when BB Canada came out, uh, and there's a like now it's Canada, so it's now more in our backyard. And there's a few people from Edmonton, and so like you catch wind of like the social media stuff, and they change all, all their handles are now like BB Dave and BB Katie oh, Nation and Dan, just, and they're just talking to each other like they're this like oh. that's what we do, man. You can't hate on them. They're doing exactly what we do. No, 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 no. We don't. We don't do that. We don't. Sure, we talk to each other, but we're talking about like a sport we love or just being about fans. They're talking not, about their not, show. What's that? Aren't they talking about their show and stuff? No, they're talking just about being awesome. Oh. They're like, oh, like they'll like do some like hilarious plug like, oh, BB Steve, feel like going to Knoxville's tonight for blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, shit. they're and shouting their like, shit oh, out. I get it. They got to monetize because they got 15 minutes exactly. to do it. But I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, like how long can you reasonably cash in on that? Till the next season. Depends. There's a few. Well, it, it depends. There's a few like. Well, Will's done well. Of he course. was also he's a, a Dr. Will doctor. Uh, no, no, but I know, but they keep bringing him back. Oh, Jeff's done people. well. They keep bringing him back. He hosts like an after show or something like that. Love Jeff. Uh, who else? Rachel somehow keeps kicking around in the mix somewhere. Hmm. Uh, Mike Buggy yeah. came back. Yeah, he Mike came Buggy back, but really needs money. Yeah. Does he? Oh, yeah. He went bankrupt from his, one of his, that restaurant, Ledoux or whatever. Pretty sure. Yeah. He owes a shit ton of money. That happens, man. Hey. It happens. A couple bad days in the beef jerky market. Your boy Wanya going to do the same. I'll be like, well, I don't know what happened, bag milk. I took all the money and left. Well, I just love the idea that you come out of the BB house and you open a, a restaurant because you're like, I'm a restaurant guy now. Got to cash in. Fuck yeah. Ladue, son. Just go off those appearance fees, man. So Eight million catch. bucks will set you up for life. Like, Unless I remember- you don't pay tax on it, then it <laughs> might get you life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I remember vividly last year, Jessica and Cody from Big Brother were here at mm-hmm. Knoxville. I'm like, who's going to go to that? Yeah. First of all, Cody doesn't want to talk to any of you assholes. No. You just must be, although watching him be super miserable while you make him uncomfortable would be really fun. Well, that would yeah. on a vodka yeah. slime. Oh, yeah. It's creepy to me that that dude from The Office does a comedy music tour. Reed, Breed, Brit. What the hell though? Creed. Scott you know, Stapp is doing a no, 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 no. You know the guy from the office that has a shaved head 
Creed. He's like, oh yeah, the old guy. Yeah, yeah. He does comedy and music, and is cut. When I went to Future Islands at Union Hall, the next show they were hyping was him. And now I've got this weird unsolved mysteries level video that keeps popping up on my Instagram sponsored for his show because I looked online. It's like, hey, Edmonton, come and see me. And he's like jacked. Like, it is fun. <laughs> he's gone the carrot top route. It is weird. And he's like comedy. Like he's the grumpiest guy. I'd go see carrot top. Creed. Would you see Creed? Fuck yeah. What? Can you take me higher? Like oh. real Creed or this guy? No, I this love guy. Creed. Nah. That would actually be funny to do to interns it'd be like make them go and review the wackest concerts of all like you got to go see the guy from and then like talk to people in the crowd like do you really love the office i won these tickets on a bus oh there we go (laughs) i have never seen one episode of the office whoa american or english wow yeah that's impressive take that it's amazing what people will go to i remember for a while we were doing we wrote the software that did the ticketing at river creek Mm mm-hmm and we got to see who would buy tickets to what, right? Because that's like the data on our platform. And Dog the Bounty Hunter did a Q&A at River Cree and was paid an ungodly sum of money because we could see that too. And we're like, who the hell would want to people go? Did you see that dog is now in uh, like a PSA in California or something because they're trying to limit the ability of bounty hunters? Oh, really? So, so now, he's like sold out and gone anti-bounty hunter? No, 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 no. He's he's saying we need to stop this vote and he's listing all the things oh. that bounty hunters do. So he's rounded like up all- Boba Fett? Exactly. Oh, so they're trying to like stop having bounty hunters, period. Yeah, they're trying to like really limit what they can do or whatever. So all the TV bounty hunters got together for a commercial. <laughs> you do not want to fuck with the TV bounty hunters. No, they're like the Avengers for bounty hunting. Who is that guy who, who's like basically uh, dog light, but he's an exterminator? Oh yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I've watched it's that. Like I wish I could remember what it. I, I wish I could remember what that was called. Oh, jeez. Oh, while you're looking that up, speaking of people who are getting dragged into legal battles, I feel so bad for Coach McClellan staying at that hotel in Boston, and oh, the, the unions just dragging him for staying at the hotel. He doesn't know anything. Union, leave alone. They had was on problem. strike. The, the, uni- Marriott the, the Marriott Hotel. No, it's not the Marriott. It's the Ritz Carlton. The Ritz Carlton yeah, yeah, staff yeah. in Boston yeah. are on strike. So they're picketing in front of the hotel. Oh, and then they're like, someone's like, oh, it's the Oilers. So the union, which fair enough, they're out there protesting. This is their right. They're like, oh, at Edmonton Oilers are scabs. And there's like all this shit going on. Then Coach McClellan comes in and they tag him. And he just looks like, like, guys, I got so many problems, man. I, this was booked by my company six (laughs) months ago. Exactly. Like, Like, leave me be. Put some context on there. Poor, poor coach. He looks so sad in the video. I also well, like that they're calling them scabs as if the Oilers are going in there to take their jobs. And working in the hotel. Yeah. Well, no, as a customer of a business, you're not supposed to cross. Okay. So well. they say. But like like you said, they don't know they're staying. Well, they may know they're staying there, but they had nothing to do I with it. I can't imagine air Oilers circling a city being like, tell me, are there any local labor disputes we need to know about so we can pick a side? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the piano tuners of Chicago seem to be oh, on yeah, strike. Yeah. Do we need our piano tune? No, we're good. All right, then land the plane. I, I guess that's one way to troll Bruins fans, I guess. I guess. Yeah, because the Yankees just stayed at the exact same Ritz-Carlton just like a week ago, Did they and they had tr- the same thing. Mm. But the MLBPA came out with a statement saying, oh, no, we support unions or whatever. This is it's like a whole oh, thing. Geez, yeah, the NHL PA if like, I was the Yankees, though, because there's that rivalry, I would have done that. I would have stayed at the Ritz. Yeah. Order breakfast. Exactly. Up a sign the Yankees it. do not agree with local hotel operator 184. <laughs> exactly. Or they do agree with local hotel operator. <laughs> Take that, Red Sox. I'd be like, this is why we all need to stay in Airbnbs from here on out. Mm hmm. That's what the other should do. I'm just thinking of the logistics, though, of moving what? How many people travel with the team? 40? Yeah. 
I'm probably. impressed they're staying at the Ritz. Oh, they still they ball. They stay in all those places. They need real yeah. good eggs in the morning. Yeah. Eggs bennies for everybody. Oh. And like the team buffets, I bet you those are just amazing. Thick cut bacon. Oh. <laughs> 12 grain bread. Whoa. Count the grains. <clears throat> One. All of them. Huh. Two. <laughs> do you want to do best and worst? Yeah, man. Remember when I tried to... Jared, you got a lot of work to do this podcast. I won't lie to you. It's gone over by about 45 minutes. I'll start. I got a worst. Can I start with my worst? Start with your worst, man. Travis Dakin, you are my worst of the week. Oh, respect. I'm tired of you. Tired of you, son. You got to give me until at least American Thanksgiving before I can get angry about something. Yeah. Come on, man. We are still in prime Kool-Aid season. This is our playoffs. We literally talked about this a week ago, and you went back on your deal. You looked Wanye in the eye, and you said you would not do this anymore. And so now you're going to be punished because we're going to start making gifts of you when the Oilers lose because you're head crybaby. Mm -hmm. And then also when they win. Got to rub into the fact they're winning. You can't just The train hits Dakin then. Yeah. You can't enjoy this win, Dakin. You you can't enjoy this season if this is the way it's going to be. You know what? That's what's going to happen. Exactly. You can't enjoy the good times. Mm -hmm. We're going to hammer you on Twitter when they win. And I'm feeling good about it. I'm still feeling good about it. Travis, you are my worst of the week. My worst of the week is Oilers Twitter, too. I won't say anybody specific because everybody's my friend. But boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It's one game in. Oh, the wheels came off. It is admirable this many people care this much. Bless their hearts. Yes. But I I swear to you, John Shannon, in the first intermission, is like, well, the Oilers season has gone this way since the beginning, and it's all over. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, Shannon, you dipshit? (laughs) We're we're one intermission in, and, and Shannon was already like, it's over. With his owl-looking glasses that magnify his pupil to the size yeah, he's of ping-pong balls. Have you seen my stapler guy from Office Space? He is. He is. And the question is, have you seen a stapler? Because he's been on Sportsnet for years. Looking for it. <laughs> worst of the week? My worst of the week is... Uh, well, just all of... Yeah. The Leafs have played too much already. Oh, They've yeah. played too many games. They're getting all these points. And it's being just hung over our heads like crazy. It, you can't you can't go on social media right now and not see like the current point leaders or Austin just, Matthews doing or, a photo shoot for some unknown or, uh, reason. Yeah, Austin Matthews doing his 17th photo shoot of the week or anything. The Leafs have played too much and it's getting thrown in our face too much so I can't wait for the Oilers to get back in action, rectify that record, get them plants, get Connor on the top, and then we can just go back to shitting on Leafs fans. Again. We can be the annoying fans. Exactly. Yes. That is us. We're the little guy. Second worst of the week probably goes to that jacket Austin Matthews is wearing. It looked like Carmen Sandiego, but it was really annoying to me. I like the comparison. You why did is he Thank doing you. this? He's a fashion guy. Okay. But why is, is that he? a fashion though? He's wearing a fucking tent. Yeah. Well, it's, it's that's, 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 was that's for fashion. A ma- but like, n- not like <laughs> in the emotional sense, why is he doing this? Like literally, was that for a magazine? Why is he doing this? Oh, probably. It's probably for a magazine, okay. but he, he obviously, because when Connor seen, was on GQ, everybody knew he was on GQ. Yeah. All we're seeing here is him wearing a space suit. Yeah. No, that's a photo shoot. That's <laughs> not just him. Just like, oh, hey, I'm going to go on Sunday with the guys and get him to take no, shots. But I could see Matthews being the kind of guy. It's like, hey, I need to take some branding photos. Can you just take this jacket I've got on? Yeah. Rock and turtlenecks too. Yeah. I noticed that. I, I don't have any beef with it. I got beef. I got beef. I, I do not whatever. like, like let, let him do what he wants to do. No, I he definitely care. should do what he wants to yeah. do, but I hate that jacket. I got beef with the jacket. Oh, that's fine. Just don't buy the jacket. That's how you, that's how you I protest. You I will Imagine you walk in with a jacket. $7,000. Oh. Just sit down and everyone's like, 
Did you buy that jacket because Austin Matthews wore it in that photo shoot? You're like, no, I was thinking of buying this particular jacket years I have my eye on it. Oh, I have yeah. my eye on it. If you, that's I thing. got an email from the fall collection of R&W. So if you're in Western Canada and you buy that jacket, you are a loser because you're going to immediately be called out. You bought that because Austin was wearing it. Mm-hmm. And that is shame. Yes. Third worst of the week goes to me for my best of the week one year. I'm going to pivot. And by the way, Billy the Exterminator is that guy's name. Ah, yes. Ah, Billy. Billy was Joe Dirt and Dog the Bounty Hunter made a baby. And instead of criminals, it was insects. That's right. Insects? Incest. <laughs> Keep it in the family. All right. Best of the week goes to us for launching our Calgary road trip. Jay. Oh, can't wait. We That's, are going down uh, to Calgary. Yeah. November 17th. You can go buy tickets right now. Yeah, that uh, if it is even 5% as fun as the last one was, it's still going to be an amazing time. It'll be a fantastic time. But my third worst of the week goes to Boire in the comment section that says, I'm too embarrassed to be an Oilers fan right now. I'm not sure I can handle the shame of going to Calgary. Fuck you, Boire. Yeah, that was me. Not invited. Honest, that was one of my burner accounts. <laughs> I just That's like to Dakin's troll. burner account. Probably is Dakin's burner account. I'm going to check the IP as soon as I leave here. Yeah, exactly. Well, the trip's going to be a blast. Uh, we went at the end of the season when the Oilers were well beyond mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. And we had a great time. Oh my God, we had so much fun. Can't He's wait to do it again. Saddled up right by the Crack Max again. Oh, right by, exactly. So everyone, make sure you get the window view on whatever side to watch the comeuppance at the Crack Max Post 2 a.m. It'll be the one with the cop car just permanently resting outside. Permanently there. Doesn't deter anyone. Knife fights will still occur. Oh, yeah. Wanye, best of the week. Got to tell you, game one, I'm not like you gloomy Gus's Dakin. Actually, you guys aren't gloomy, but Dakin is. Connor gets the puck and doesn't skate and somehow accelerates past every player on the ice and swoops behind the net and gives it to old Lucic out in front. Connor does stuff, as we all know. That makes all the hair in our arms and back, if you have back hair, stand up. And that swoop in game one, I'm like, man, this kid's going to get 140 points this year. Shout out to shout out to Luch, too. Look yeah. good. Look oh, good. that was going to be my best of the week, and now you two have both poo-pooed it. I didn't dismiss what you said. I beat you to the punch. <sighs> exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You both poo-pooed it. Other best of the week, real fast, was Putin this morning on Instagram. Yes, I follow him. What of it, bag milk? I have to have a worldview. What was old Poots up to? He's meeting that UFC fighter. And now it's all in Russian, obviously, because that's their mother tongue. But they're just like, blah, 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 ha, ha, ha. And I bet you it was like, way for you to go and fight all of McGregor's people. Don't worry. It's all staged. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) I wonder if that's the meeting where he gets the Poots card. I could see that guy getting the Putin black card. That guy gets the Putin card for sure. Forever? Uh, well, I, I don't. I don't know the, the full parameters of yeah. it, but he would get it. Wow! Massive fight to win, McGregor in Vegas. Yeah, that's a poots card. That's at the Russians have infiltrated the states yet oh, yeah. again. You see, uh, Ovi shouting out Putin for his birthday, of course. <laughs> and the comments are like, <laughs> "Why would you dare shout out Putin?" Putin card. That's why yeah, you Putin's give me the Putin card, card and, and I'll be yeah. Putin's biggest admirer. People are going back like he's Russian. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, well, but uh, place are Washington Capitals, and that's the capital <laughs> city of the United States. Uh, the well, Connor game one swoop, boys. That to me was the best of the week. That thing was fast and precise. And I don't know where he went for the rest of the game, but it's his own business. It was only once, but at least it was there. And the hair flowing out the back of the helmet while he the swooped. Flow is just point crazy. of game, boys. Point of game. Well, he's got two points. He got two points that game. Didn't he? Oh no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He got two points that game. I'm not sure. I'll have to check. You it don't was know. dry. We're, yeah. we're rusty, boys. Did well, he get two points? I thought he said the one. I know Luch did. Boy, Luch, he's probably read my open letter. I can't say he didn't, but I can't say he did. 
Two points so I'm taking credit. Luch, and this is my best, and I'll try to loop in another thing. But yeah, like Luch, I, I saw Luch actually hit make a big hit in the game at some point. I think it was during the dry toast second period. But uh, that goalie scored in the PP. That's exactly all you. That's all you need to do, Luch. Just go into that position, own your territory. Like Connor do what Connor things. The puck is gonna come to you, and just bury that bugger home. Just Two points for McDeasy. Two apples. Two apples. Yeah. He's on pace for 164 points. And Travis Dakin, if you judge the team by his Twitter feed, Connor's leg flew off in the first period and is never going to play again, according to him. We should just fold the franchise. Oh, we should just close up shop. Yeah. Move to Seattle. Oh, Vancouver's rebuilds faster than ours. It's time to end things. Yeah, they played fucking 12 games already. I'm waiting for game two, son. Yeah. Boston tomorrow, five tomorrow. o'clock mountain. Oh, we don't even need a game to be at normal times to win. Oh, hell no. But then another 11 a.m. start on Saturday. Against That's what the great. Good. We'll play at three in the morning. Who cares? Well, I'm ready. I was born ready. The Oilers I've are ready. A, I've got an Oilers hoodie on right now. Respect. I'm wearing an Oilers Nation hoodie right now. Jay? Mm-hmm. I got a Nation hat on. There backwards because I'm cool. Word up. Right. Well, well anyways, my worst of the week or best of the week, I was trying to finish. <laughs> uh, gotta fight got, for airtime, son. It got uh, abruptly interrupted. Uh, yeah, Luch, two points. Starting to put himself in the positions for him to succeed. That is good. Check mark. He made a hell of a pass to. Uh, is that a Peter Hill check mark? To uh, what? Once again, I'm being interrupted. Uh, <laughs> it's a vacuum in here. It was Luch to pass that to Drysaddle, right? It, he yes. was the primary assist. That was a hell of a goal. It was a great goal. Great goal. A little bit late. Well, but, you know, well, we'll hell, yeah, super late, but hell of a goal. Super we'll pumped. Almost, almost had me believing that they had a chance to come back and win that game. Oh, that's how good a goal that was. Yeah. Pint would have went ballistic. It went crazy. It was good. So that was my best. The best. So that and the event itself that we had to watch the game, getting everyone in that room together and having a blast and getting the day drink on. Raising four thousand dollars for kids sport. Yeah. Helping the kids play sports. I believe the total that uh, our friends there said is 30 kids now can play sport in Edmonton this year because of everyone's efforts. So that's kind of like the warm and fuzzy best of the week. Real life podcast. See you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.